0: Child of Our Time interview, Michael O'Toole, CEO of Mentor, talks about the charity's work in preventing alcohol and drug abuse among young people. He reflects on recent research findings from Professor Yvonne Kelly about 11-year-old drinkers and the importance of research evidence in the charity's work.
1: The understanding of what works in prevention has shifted really dramatically over the last couple of decades. What's developed as a very strong evidence base over those years is that there is an approach to prevention that can be shown to work with with young people. And there's some key points that stand out with that that firstly it needs to be age appropriate. And secondly, it needs to be an approach based upon developing the life skills and confidence of young people. But traditionally, approaches have been centered around providing young people with information and kind of assuming that they'll make informed choices. Or secondly, traditional approach to prevention has been trying to scare young people away from their risk.
0: Could you give us one or two examples?
1: Particularly with drugs, probably some of us remember approaches like just say no in the past and also particularly the onset of ecstasy. Really big campaigns that were centred around really trying to frighten young people. So... Unfortunately, the, the, the poster in the school of the, the tragic case of the young person hooked up to a life support machine, that kind of thing. I'm afraid that's wasted efforts because all of the evidence that we see shows that those approaches don't work.
0: So what's Mentor doing that's, that's different from that? How is it helping young people to negotiate and get through those sort of tricky situations where they might be being offered their first drink or, their, or, or drugs in, in a peer setting? Say? What
1: young people need are some skills and resources and awareness and information that will allow them to resist social influences and to be able to make more informed, safer, healthier choices. What our work is centred around is trying to develop core life skills of young people, which would include critical thinking, decision making, effective communication and relationship skills, self-awareness and the ability to cope with, with emotions. Our work, which tends to mainly be centred through schools, supporting teachers to be able to deliver prevention programmes to, to young people. will uh, work with those young people in an age appropriate way. So we're, some of our work is within primary schools and we would talk directly about drugs or alcohol with, with those young people. But we would be developing the their basic building blocks of their social skills.
0: So what role does research currently play in mentors, activities and work?
1: Understanding and developing the evidence base is critical for us. So our work would tend to be around testing such interventions. So For example, within primary school, with seven and eight-year-olds, we're currently running a randomised controlled trial of a programme from the States called the Good Behaviour Game, whereby we're delivering the programme in almost 40 primary schools and have a control comparison group of another almost 40 primary schools and in partnership with the University of Manchester we'll be uh, conducting, or rather they'll be conducting a longer term evaluation post programme to properly understand the impact of that programme on those young people.
0: Interesting to hear you talking about working in primary schools. I know you're interested in Yvonne Kelly's recent findings around 11-year-olds who are drinking alcohol, who've ever tried it or who have been drunk. What do you make of her findings?
1: Well, I I think that work like Yvonne's is absolutely critical for us. And uh, we're delighted to work with Yvonne and happy that Yvonne has uh, written a guest blog for us around the, uh, the study. There are a number of reasons why we find that kind of core research really important to underpin our work. The first is in giving a proper understanding of the reality of young people's drinking. And one of the headline findings from her work, which shows the relatively low level of drinking at 11, not to be ignored, but it's reassuring to find that only only 1.2 percent of the 11 year olds in the study had reported being drunk. And that would very much tally with our understanding And one of the reasons why that's so important is that a significant part of our life skills approach with young people is around helping young people understand the reality of a young people's drinking and drug use, because that kind of normative belief is really critical to help give young people the confidence to be able to make healthier choices. In a nutshell, one of the kind of classic reasons for young people taking drugs or drinking at a young age is that they feel lots of other young people are doing it, whereas... Research like Yvonne's shows that the level is, is relatively low, and that's really important in helping that, that, that approach that we follow, which is centred around helping young people understand the realities of, of other young people's drinking.
0: So it helps with a better understanding, but can it also help you with your work on the ground?
1: There is a universal approach to prevention, whereby we will try and reach the whole group as an example, I mentioned uh, earlier around the good behaviour game, is an example of that where all the young people at that age in the schools that we're working with will be involved in that uh, intervention. But there's also a strong case to show that other prevention approaches, namely a selective prevention approach where we particularly want to target a more vulnerable group, or indeed what's called indicated prevention where the prevention will be specifically targeted at vulnerable individuals who are at risk uh, or may have even started uh, experimenting with some of those risks. So where we can begin to target and understand higher vulnerability groups, that really helps. It's absolutely fundamental to a understand the, the levels of drinking within different ages of young people and be then be able to try and start targeting our approaches
0: I know you're looking forward to working with uh, with Yvonne uh, looking more closely at the Millennium cohort study what what more do you think there is to find out that that, that could support you and in, in your work?
1: Well I think uh, it's a perfect kind of stage for us really in that you know very interesting to look at the age groups that Yvonne's most recent work looks at but I think uh, over the next coming years, those young people in the cohorts are really going through those stages of their life when they will face some of these risks at a higher level. So uh, the Millennium Cohort Study is a really, really uh, useful uh, base cohort study for us. And we'll be fascinated to, to see what the kind of further research can can find out over the, over the coming years. We know there's a next stage of data comes out later this year She's going to look at, at uh, the experience of 14 year olds and I think that for us is going to be really, really critical age and uh, we'll be uh, really keen to work with uh, Ron and, and the team to learn as much as possible from that study.
0: So Michael, why would you say it's important to, to invest in this sort of preventative educational approach that, that this type of research can help with?
1: I strongly believe that prevention is better than cure, and if, if we can help young people and then people as they as they get older and communities avoid the consequences and the harms of some of these risks, then that's better for them, better for communities. But there's also a really strong economic case as well. The total annual cost of alcohol-related harm to society, as as identified by Public Health England, is is 21 billion pounds. Almost four billion of that alone is is within the NHS. And currently, the spend is way too small. Only about 4% of NHS spending is around prevention and some more investment based around proper evidence-based interventions that can be informed by work like Yvonne's makes both an economic sense and also makes sense in terms of preventing people from experiencing the harms from alcohol.
0: Michael O'Toole was talking to Chris Garrington for the Child of Our Time podcast. You can find out more about the charity at www.mentor.org and more about Yvonne Kelly's research on 11-year-old drinkers on the Child of Our Time blog.